Paul Jones Drug offers a free service that makes taking your daily medication safe and easy. It's called convenience packaging, meaning they can combine all of your daily medications and put them in sealed separate daily packages. This process replaces you from having to fill your daily medication dispenser. And as always, Paul Jones Drug prepares individual blister packaging for long-term care patients. With their drive through window, curbside service, and free local delivery, it's just more reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug. 809 North Main Street, Milk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust if you build it he will it's the city on sports podcast with Aaron Cow. I throw balls far you want good words data language talk real sports with a real man come after me I'm a man I'm 40 now, here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Calc with The Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. And a good Tuesday morning out there, Western Oklahoma. Welcome to The Skinny on Sports right here on 98.1 FM, the Sports Animal. Glad to have you along for the next hour. we got all kinds of stuff to talk about. We can uh, hit the high school basketball that's coming up tonight. Uh, look around the state. I've got a question for you, Jared. If you could be anywhere except right here or at Poto, because I'm afraid that's the answer you'd have if I said if you could be anywhere but Elk City, where would you be on Friday night? So I'm taking away Poto as well. So you can't you can't choose the Clinton game. So if you could be anywhere else in the oh, state of Oklahoma on Friday night, where <laughs> would you want to be? I was about to say, well, you know uh, – Jamaica or something. No, oh, no, no. Oh, no, you've been no, like no. a game. I'm talking oh. about a game. You can't be here. You can't be at Poto to watch your alma mater. Where would you want to be on Friday night across the state of Oklahoma? There are some unbelievable matchups for just the second week, just the quarterfinal week. Uh, so we'll find out uh, where Jared would want to be, hit that high school hoops tonight. College football, will Oklahoma make a bowl game? That would require a win on, in one of the next two games. Oklahoma State still sort of in the Big 12 title, title chase. It's going to take a lot for them to get there. How many teams can still make it to the playoff? How many teams are still in the playoff hunt? What do we think will be tonight's top four? And then what is our top ten in college football? Then the NFL week is over last night. Champagne popping down in South Beach. As the Philadelphia Eagles, boy, I heard a lot of, um, a lot of talk yesterday afternoon right on these airwaves about Philly. When would they ever lose? Could they go undefeated? Is this the greatest team of all time? No. The answer to that is no. Now, listen, it was a Philadelphia. It was Sam Humphrey sowing his oats after the, the Cowboys blew that game against Green Bay, and of course you're riding high at eight. No, I get it. But no. Is it to the point where we are who we thought who we who they are who we thought who we thought they were? Maybe not yet. But uh, Philly goes down at the hands of the Washington Reds or Commanders. No, oh, you almost almost slipped did there. it. Here's another thing you'll start to notice right now, and which teams can overcome it and which teams can't, and that is there's a the, halfway through the season there's tape now. There's, there's certain games, you can look at the Cowboys, you can look maybe even Philly last night, but 
the the blueprint is out on how to beat certain teams. Obviously, just run it right down Dallas's throat. They have a hard time stopping the run. It looked like maybe Philly was in that same boat a little bit last night. Keep the ball away from them, that kind of thing. So we're starting to see this. So now which teams will be able to adjust or which teams will just be able to improve what their weaknesses are? Also the top five in the NFL. What is our top five in the NFL after this week? That's what we've got. 225-9698 is the phone or the text line. That's 225 225- Nine six nine eight on a Paul Jones drug Tuesday. We'll tell you all about Paul Jones drug as we move along throughout the show. Our friend Rodney Skinner down there at eight oh nine North Main Street. Paul Jones drug is care you can trust right here in the Elk City area. Uh, also, we'll update the ticket policy for the game on Friday night here at Big Elk Stadium. Similar, exactly the same as it was last week. But if you didn't go because of the cold and thinking, you know what, I'll brave the cold this week. I'll tell you exactly how that works. So uh, we got that. If you're going to be outside the listening area one of these days and you want to stay in touch with the show, you can do that. Log on to KADSAM.com. You can download. uh, You can do that way or you can download the Paragon app. The app is free. It's got all things Paragon. Three radio stations. The Penny News. Brand new edition of that Penny News will hit the website tonight tonight at thepennynews.com. And then the print edition will start filtering out tomorrow afternoon. By Thursday, you can pick up a free copy of the Penny, Penny News. So if you haven't seen this week's, rush out and get you a free copy of this week's Penny News, and then bam, the new one will be there tomorrow or Thursday. Big Elk TV and Paragon TV. We've got basketball on Paragon TV tonight in the small schools. Arapahoe Butler's at Hammond. Canute hosts Sweetwater. Leedy versus Sentinel. <clears throat> so you've got those there. Also on Friday, there's basketball. Friday, there's quarterfinal playoff football with the Big Elks. And Hilldale, also Hollis, will take the trip up to Sealing in Class B. So lots of things going on on Big Elk and Paragon TV this week. And then if you miss one of our shows entirely, you can go back, check us out. The Skinny on Sports podcast. You can podcast the show daily. You can find that on iTunes or you can find that on KADSAM.com. Good morning, Jared. How are you? I'm fine. How are you today? I'm good. Beautiful morning. How long do you think the snow will be here? Do you Ooh, think well, do, you, do you think by the time we return from the Thanksgiving lunch there will still be snow on the ground? Uh yeah. In the shaded areas? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to get up to what, forty something? I mean, that's by definition above freezing. And the sun's gonna be the out. The sun is the big thing. Even when it's freezing cold. Doesn't it feel like the sun can still melt the melt a little bit of the oh, snow, yeah. even though the temperatures are below? I'm just happy it was that freezing. really thick, wet snow, you know. So when it melts, it's going to be uh, it's going to help us out with these drought conditions. You I mean, don't we need see, a lot more help, but still, I mean, any help we can do. So you don't see those big giant wet flakes? No, no. Fall straight to the ground very often in western Oklahoma. Nope. I mean, yesterday it was like a perfect mix. If you like big snow and you know, like pretty looking snow. Because the wind wasn't blowing at all, like it's really not right now. No, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So they just fall straight down to the to the ground. Yeah, it was crazy. I went to go grab a bite at lunch yesterday, and I thought, man, it just feels like I'm I'm in the high mountains of Colorado or northern New Mexico or something. It was awesome, and it was snowing I, I enjoyed hard. It. it was. It really was. <clears throat> I enjoyed it, and it let up by the time we went home. You know, it wasn't like a blinding snowstorm on the drive home i've done that that's not fun 
when you were guessing. I guess this is the exit. <laughs> yeah. Interstate was clear. City roads are clear. Good job, Cruz. Doing great. It was awesome. And then this morning was beautiful. I took my drone up. They get some pictures before it all melted away. Because we don't get snow like that very often in Oklahoma. That's part of Oklahoma anyways. So it's it was pretty. Real pretty. And the, the road conditions are perfect, too. But I'm worried about uh, it melting off and then, you know, refreezing overnight on the roads. And we're about to talk about a lot of basketball still happening. So Yeah, I don't know if the roads are cold enough for that to yeah, happen, honestly. I mean, there's, there's just spots, you know, you never know. I just that, that always worries me about, you know, it melting onto the roads. And then, so black ice, stuff like that. But I see what you're saying. Yeah. Anyways, it's been a good morning so far. How about you? I guess I'm a little happier the Eagles lost. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, just it accentuates blowing that game to, to Green Bay if you're a Dallas fan. Yeah. It's instead of being two and a half back, you'd be a, a game back with the with the home game in hand to, to tie that thing in the loss column. I mean, it was fun to watch the Eagles lose. Like, all this going out, if you give me a break. Yeah. I mean, listen, the, the Eagles have been a fine – look at that schedule. Look at the schedule they played. Yeah, there's enough landmines there. No, there's really not. No, I coming they played up. an awful no, schedule. No, I meant coming. I thought you meant coming. Even that. I mean, it's just – it's amazing sometimes, and it's just pure luck. But how the Eagles when – when you look at the schedule they played as a playoff team in the same division as the Cowboys from a year ago, it's pretty crazy. Like, that, 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 you know, the Cardinals not being very good. The Steelers not being the Steel, you know, they're just a couple of different things there, um, that that separate those two teams. You know, so it, it's just it's just kind of weird when you look at that and, and you see what they've played. But they had they had won them all until last night, and I, I think the recipe to defeat them was put right out there in the open on Monday Night Football, and at one point. What was the time of possession? Like 38 to 7, 38 minutes to 7 minutes, something like that, that, that Washington had had the ball. Philly got a little bit cute, wouldn't run it. Only ran it four times in the first two and a half quarters. Of course, I mean, they didn't have the ball much, but you can see that blueprint, right? Because Washington was controlling it. Washington was scoring it. And then Philly was trying to hit four, you know, trying to hit eight run home runs. Go three and out. Washington had the ball back again. Yeah, and so that 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 was exactly the right formula for it. I mean, come on, Sam. They beat nobody. They, they beat the they beat the Vikings. It's what they beat. But whatever. I mean, the the love the the Philly love around here and, and Jalen Hurts. Uh, he's been way better than anybody thought. There's no doubt about that. And he should be in the the MVP conversation. There's no doubt about that either. Are we really? Are we Which really? Are we really, really, really going to put Jalen Hurts as a top five quarterback in this league? So you're you're going to take him as as a top five quarterback, like for real, like seriously? You're going to do that? 
I'm not just you, just anybody. Well, are are I, we I, really? Well, and now, is he playing like one so far this year? Sure, but that's a totally different conversation than is he one of the best five quarterbacks in the league? Well, like, like over, seriously, overall, like season up on top of season, no. But this season, that's where I was always kind of putting him in the top three or two, even of the MVP. Okay, race yeah. So you take him over Josh so Allen? Far. Okay, let's 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 go down the list and where he fits. Would you take him over Pat Mahomes? No. Would you take him over Josh Allen? Statistically? You, so you would rather have Jalen Hurts as your quarterback than Josh Allen? This season? Yeah, just period. You, would you rather have Jalen? Josh Allen's your MVP guy. So, so you rather you talked me off so, that ledge yesterday. So you with how want bad his so you want Jalen Hurts instead of Josh Allen I'm to quarterback your team? Season versus season. So, so you're taking Jalen Hurts instead of Josh Allen this season? Anytime. Right now, if you want, would you take Jalen Hurts instead of Josh Allen? I guess the answer Allen? has to be no, right? Well, so it has to no, be no, no. You want it to be yes. So say yes. <laughs> You're putting me in a corner here. Who do you want, Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen? From now on, I'm looking at the Philadelphia for the Eagles rest record of, at for the rest of the season. Who do you want, Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen? I guess it has to be Josh Allen. No, it doesn't. If you want Jalen Hurts, fine, <laughs> but I'll kick your butt. With Josh Allen, but so you uh, think Hurts is better? So you've got Hurts second behind Mahomes. I'm is this true? It's no, serious? what I'm saying this season, you got to be out of your mind. He is eight and one, and he's a big oh. reason why they're eight and one. Am I not wrong? So take Jalen. So you've got Jalen. So okay. you take Jalen Hurts off the Eagles wait, team. Wait, 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 wait. Stop right now. So why do you take Mahomes? They're eight and one. It's a better record than Kansas City. Why? Yeah. Why won't you take Hurts over Mahomes? Statistics are better than he. Why has won't you take stats? him? Okay, Jalen Hurts is not a top five quarterback. Moving on. Is he or no? Let's let's see where it goes to where you'll start. I'm looking seriously at this season only. If you take him off this team, they're not eight and one. That's all I'm saying. How do you know that? How with do you the know that they are with the weapons that they have? With the weapons, it's it's the same argument with Tua. Let's say he gets hurt in game two. Who's their backup quarterback? How many is it? Minshew still? Are they eight and one with Minshew? They could be. But so you're going to take Jalen Hurts over Josh Allen. You'll clearly take him over Tua, who is another guy that's sort of in the same category, yeah. having a great season. Well, I'll take it's him probably over being Tua. probably being a little overrated. What about okay? What about Joe Burrow? Jalen Hurts versus Joe Burrow. Yeah, you'll take Jalen Hurts over. Okay, what about Jalen Hurts over Justin Herbert? Now, I don't think we understand the question here. Is it for this season only? The or question overall? is: Is Jalen Hurts a top five quarterback in the NFL? No. Is he or isn't he? But if you're going to put him, if you're going to take Jalen Hurts over Josh Allen, he has to be a top five quarterback in the league. Has to. Well, I'm not now. Okay. Well, okay. let's see if how we're talking careers. Then no, he's not a top five. quarterback. I'm talking about if you want to have a guy, you're talking about this year, but it, for this year because he's playing so great. So who do you, who would you take him? But would if you, we're talking for right this now, year for right now, you'd rather have Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen for right now, going forward for this year. Well, no. Okay, what about well, give me give me Josh Allen? What about Joe Burrow? Would you rather yes. have Jalen Hurts? You'd rather have Jalen Hurts than Joe Burrow? Yeah. On this team? Okay, what about Justin on Herbert? This team? What about Justin Herbert? No. What about here's an interesting one. Dak Prescott. Uh, he sucks. Jalen Hurts is better than Dak Prescott. Okay. What about Record it and put that on the program. What about Aaron Rodgers? Would you rather have Jalen Hurts or Aaron Rodgers? Moving forward. Yeah, that's a good one, too. It feels like Aaron Rodgers is on the backside here. 
And I kind of feel like Jalen Hurts could get better. Okay. So? So maybe Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts over Aaron Rodgers. Kirk Cousins. There's an interesting one. No. Kirk Cousins. Well, he's having a great year. Eight and one. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Inquiring minds. Same thing. Kirk Cousins. Exactly. Uh, da, 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 da. Here's one that's not playing very well. What about what about Geno Smith? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts better than over Geno Smith. So you've got him in the top five this season. Yes, you have. You have Jalen Hurts in the. Oh, oh, we forgot to ask about Lamar. Not Jalen Hurts. Okay, so Less you've, turnover prone. So you then Lamar. So who did you? So you had Mahomes, Justin Herbert, then Jalen Hurts for the rest of the season think so which listen you're not alone because it's uh, he he has been playing he's he's been playing fine and the team is obviously was undefeated till last night that's i wouldn't there's no way i would but that's also a a, a part of jalen hurts's dna is proving people wrong it always has it has been from the very beginning and I think that we've talked we've talked about somebody needing to step up, right? Some of these young guys needing to replace the old guard. Brady's clearly getting old. He's about done. Rodgers is seemingly in the same boat, although the, the Dallas defense made him look a little bit better than he has all year. So maybe it is Jalen Hurts that is able to kind of wrestle the mantle away from those old guys as, as the new up-and-comer with a run to a Super Bowl for the Philadelphia Eagles this week. Maybe that's true. I'll believe when I see it. He's top three in QBR this season. He is against a horrific, uh, a pretty weak schedule. And I argue that if you take him off the Eagles team, they're not 8-1. and one. Well, there's you can't that, argue that, against it either. I so just, that's that's a it's an argument that you cannot have because I can't you can't you can't prove that. And I can't prove it the other way. It's impossible. But, you know, another guy that was top three in the NFL and QBR over a certain stretch of a season not that long ago? Hmm. Baker Mayfield. Where's he at? No, he's not even on this list. Well, no, he's not. Yeah, it's not and that's, that's the point. There, there's, you, you, the, the smaller the sample size, the more justification you can have for a lot of different things. Now, here's another question. If I'd have told you, like when we were having debates in COVID. You know, COVID was happening. There's nothing going on Yeah, and all that. What if I'd have told you, you know what, Jared? When they get to playing again, Jalen Hurts is going to be the best Lincoln Riley OU quarterback in the NFL. He's going to be. If you're saying that back. Yeah, and during COVID when right. we were trying to figure out something to talk about. Right. And I just came up with this theory of, hey, you know what? Jalen Hurts is going to be the best Lincoln Riley OU quarterback in the NFL for the next, over the you know by the time we get midway through the season in 2022 we're almost to Thanksgiving 2022 and Jalen Hurts is going to be the best one. There's no way you'd have thrown me that, in a that, padded room. Yeah, because you're putting them up against two Heisman winners. Right. With, well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking that was before 
But no, that was after the Heisman's for both of them. Yeah, that would make you think, whoa. At that right point, now, nobody yeah. was sure Jalen Hurts could even be a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Much less the best one. He came in at the end of the 2020 season, lost four of five. His best game was out in Arizona where he threw for 338. Then he threw for 342 against Dallas. The other games were about 150. And now he's turned himself – listen, he's turned himself into a for sure, for sure, starting quarterback in the league. But – and this is a great point on the text line by TJ. And this goes back to a lot of things we talk about with with the construction of NFL teams. What is What, is the, what do the Philadelphia Phillies have that a lot of other people with, with top, name, top brand quarterbacks don't have? Bryce Harper. Money. Money to spend. Oh, whatever. The Eagles. (laughs) Whatever. Money to spend on weapons. And right now, Jalen Hurts and Tua are both reaping those rewards of being not paid. Still on a rookie deal. And this is the challenge for all these guys. Look at Russell Wilson. What did we think about him the first three or four years of uh, of his career? Right. Phenomenal. Right. Look at this guy. Then all of a sudden, he makes all the money. People have to walk away. Oh, damn, he wasn't as good as we thought. So that, and, and that's another thing that's just, you know, Josh Allen is able, is sort of able on to do that right now as well, but not for long. Mahomes, we saw him. You know, that's the beauty of that guy. They had to get rid of Tyreek Hill. Arguably... Well, he is the most dangerous guy, but arguably this season has been the best wide receiver in the football. And it doesn't look like Mahomes has dropped off even an iota. So how much of this improvement can we – how much of this improve Jalen Hurts' improvement can we really put on his shoulders versus, oh, well, look here. He's got A.J. Brown now. Look, look at the weapons he's got out there. You know what I'm saying? Where I, I don't I don't loosens he, it up for him. Well, of course it does. Whereas these other guys that would be on this list of top five quarterbacks have done it a variety of ways with a variety of different things, and not always the top shelf weapons the way that Jalen Hurts has now. That's the only thing that we'll see. Now, if if he can continue this, and and obviously if he does continue this, he is going to get paid big time. Then what happens when the weapons fall off? Is he still able to to keep to keep improving to stay at the top and almost ha- and, and almost have to remake himself? Because right now, with everything going on around him, it's it, it, it it'll never get easier for Jalen Hurts to play quarterback in this league than it is right now. He's still a little bit new. People are still trying to figure him out a little bit as far as what his, what his tendencies are, and then he has all of those ridiculous weapons. That, that's, that's a huge part of it. And, and kudos to him, too, because you know he uses that chip on his shoulder in a lot more seemingly positive manner than maybe what we see from an OU, another OU quarterback in Baker Mayfield. You know, it feels like Baker uses it as a slight where in, in negative light. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jalen Hurts uses it as a positive to to keep improving, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. 
It's using the same slight in a totally different manner, and he does, uh, you know, on the text line, uh, it does feel like he's more mature, and he's definitely got a better work ethic than Kyler Murray. There's no doubt about that. But he's also not as talented, and, and that comes with the territory, right? When has Kyler Murray had to worry about working? Yeah. He's been so, so naturally gifted. gifted. Yeah, That's right. And so now, you know, it's almost a little bit of a blessing. Hertz, Hertz maybe was underrated physically for his attributes as a quarterback. But as he was underrated by those things, he's constantly had to work and work and work and work and knows how to work to get better. And so, you know, maybe shouldn't doubt that he'd be able to continue to get better. But I think, I mean, the MVP stuff for sure. Uh, he's played well this year. There's no doubt about that. He should be right in the running for that. But that's a totally different conversation than is he one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. And right now, come on. In my opinion, there's no way. Just because he hasn't proven anything when it matters. And when it matters, is going to be in the playoffs. Whereas a lot of the other guys that we mentioned have. And that's where you can earn a contract. Oh, no doubt. Listen. It's. I wonder in not today. I mean, there's going to be things talked about, but I, I wonder in Philly. They were booing at halftime. Did you see that? Yeah, they were. The team is undefeated, but that's Philly fan. Yep. Philly fan going to Philly. But I wonder deep down in the in the rooms that are locked up in the in Philadelphia's uh, you know the brass, the GM, and everybody. I wonder if the conversation the conversation is still ongoing of is this guy the quarterback of the future? Is this guy the one we're going to pay the big bucks to? I wonder if that conversation is still happening or if it's just a matter of time before that deal is signed. Or if they're thinking, <clears throat> this is kind of parallel to what Cleveland's done, they thinking we're, we are a – better quarterback away from taking the next step because of all those pieces that they got does that make sense sure it does so but can they go find a uh but they're hoping for a next scandal for a quarterback to get yeah but the, but the problem is they're gonna they they need they're gonna have to go younger because of the money they've shelled out to all these other guys since they're not paying a quarterback mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yep they're they're not going to be able to to do the financially without losing what they've got around him they would have to go to an even to a younger guy which sometimes that works a lot of times it doesn't a lot of times the, ga the grass isn't always greener on the other side ask uh ask the reds or the commanders turns out kirk cousins a little bit better than they thought when they let him walk away right mm, yeah do you see that stat last night no Taylor Heineke is now 10-9 and nine as the commander's quarterback since Cousins left. Everybody else is like 18-37, and 37, and that's with Alex Smith going 11-5 and until he about lost his leg. Mm. That's crazy numbers to think about when just Kirk Cousins left. Yeah. It's not even like, <laughs> it's not even like a, a great quarterback. It's just a... A really good one, or a good one, and they're having a hard time replacing him. So, even as much as I think that the the Jalen Hurts love is out of control, 
it's still going to be harder, and especially with the system that you're talking about. It's still going to be it's going to be hard to replace what he's done, and especially if he continues to get a little bit better. So that conversation of oh, are we sure it's Jalen? Be careful what you wish for. The team that just beat you last night will tell you all about that. What's your top five? Uh, you go first. I didn't get a rundown. That was kind of fun. Oh, no, no, no. Send it to you. I can't remember. I may have not hit send. Uh, Chiefs won. After that, it gets a little bit murky. Yeah. I think I'll keep the Bills at two. Listen, the Bills should have never lost that game to Minnesota. And if if they play again, you got to feel confident that the Bills would beat the Vikings. But the Vikings do keep on somehow winning. I guess I'll put them at three, even though I really don't want to. Um, Cowboys have to – I guess they slip a little for what the – just – now, Philly three, Vikings four, and I think I'll put the Dolphins at five with the Cowboys and the Ravens just right outside. Yeah, I'll go Kansas City one. I'll, I'll, I'll go there. I'll put Vikings at two. Keep finding ways to win, even with luck. Bills slightly behind them at three. Can I tie them at two? Two A and two B. Uh, Philly four, and I'll I'll firmly put Dolphins at five. Dolphins, yeah. That uh, they're they're interesting now. They are interesting because talk about weapons. Holy Moses! Underrated pickup, Jeff Wilson. When the the Niners felt the felt the ability to let him walk because of Elijah Mitchell and obviously the trade for Christian McCaffrey. Jeff Wilson underrated. He's already he took a lion's share of the carries this week from Raheem Mostert. Which is good for my fantasy team. <laughs> but man, those guys. I I don't know. I don't know how you keep the Browns did pretty good. Jalen Waddle 4 for 66, Tyreek 5 for 44. I don't know if anybody if that's about as good as you can do against those dudes. Nine catches, 110 yards. Uh, That's then, normally like one of them has. Then uh, Tyreek had a touchdown, didn't he? Yeah, he got a he touchdown. He had one. Yeah, everybody everybody caught a touchdown but Jalen Waddle, which is normally what happens to my fantasy team. But, I mean, there's been a bunch of games where nine for 150 was the minimum that those two guys have had. They ran it better against Cleveland than they maybe they have. A lot more balance, exactly, actually – Exactly 50-50. Dolphins are interesting. How about the Bills being third in their own division? Yeah, that's crazy. Bills and the Cowboys are the two that have been kind of, at least right now, hampered by a way better division than anybody thought. Yeah. Then out west, nobody can get above 500. (laughs) We'll be back.
Paul Jones Drug offers a free service that makes taking your daily medication safe and easy. It's called convenience packaging, meaning they can combine all of your daily medications and put them in sealed separate daily packages. This process replaces you from having to fill your daily medication dispenser. And as always, Paul Jones Drug prepares individual blister packaging for long-term care patients. With their drive through window, curbside service, and free local delivery, it's just more reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street, Milk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust the skinny on sports welcome back skinny on sports 98.1 fm the sports animal on a paul jones drug tuesday rodney skinner at paul jones drug care you can trust right here in the elk city area they are the oldest compounding pharmacy in elk city experience with compounding they got free local delivery you can drive through and pick it up curbside test or vaccinations flu shots i know that it's starting to go around a little bit so you can get uh, get your flu shot there um with with distancing also long-term care unit packaging call them blister packs there at paul jones drug uh, just everything we'll continue to tell, tell you about uh, rodney and the gang down at paul jones drug throughout the entirety of the show all right, Jared, if I put you on the spot and said you had to bet your next paycheck, and the question is, will Oklahoma make a bowl game, what would your answer be? No. So you've got them losing at home to OSU and then going out to Tech, which we just learned I mean, yesterday. you're asking me to bet a paycheck. I will not bet. No. I, you will not bet Absolutely it? not. They're not going to – I don't see it because they've progressively gotten worse game in and game out. There's no improvement there. There's no want to get improved. It looks, it just looks lackadaisical, lazy. Uh, I'm talking from the, looking at the players. Assignments are off. It's a hard no for me. Uh, it's I just I don't see it happening. And just based on one press conference that I've heard from Stillwater, it just seems like they're more mo- I mean more motivated to come down the Norman and kick their butts. So I, I it's a it's a no for me. How about you? Well, I, I, I think it's – there's certain parts that absolutely have improved. It just gets lost in the shuffle when the the result goes the way it has the last two weeks. The offensive line in the run game is – is they're like 13th in the nation in rushing yards again, per game. That, that part of it has improved. And, and that was a, a pretty decent question mark going in was the offensive line because a year ago it, it struggled at times. Offensive line has been, outside of maybe the punter, the best unit on the field, yeah, game made, in, game out Eric for Gray Oklahoma. Eric look really good. And Eric Gray he's, has improved. He's They're, improved. He's, he's better than most people thought as well. I mean, heck, after the first game, I, I would have been fine with Javante Barnes and, and Marcus Major and let Eric Gray come in on passing downs. But he is definitely improved. He's a way better player. He's the player I think people thought they were getting last year as a, a transfer from Tennessee. So that part has improved. That's probably where it stops on on the on the Oklahoma team. But that, I do think that that's, a, that's at least something you can hang your hat on. Is that going to help them in either one of these last two games? Maybe. The one thing about this week – is this. 
Oklahoma State has struggled to run the football with guys not named Spencer Sanders. And OU has obviously struggled to stop the run. So that that may be one, you know, with with his health, how willing is Mike Gundy and or are Mike Gundy and Casey Dunn going to be to let him just run up and down the field, you know, with that with that injury? Yeah. How willing will they be? I think he is. There's no doubt. I mean, we talked, we gushed over Sanders yesterday. I mean, he's he's the MVP of this conference for his uh, just he's the most valuable player there is in the entire Big Twelve. But I, I do think that's at least a, a glimmer of hope as far as Oklahoma State's strength isn't your complete weakness. Then on the other side of the ball, I mean, the the the, the story of this season for Oklahoma State is that defense has regressed right back to where it's always been. Last year was just a total anomaly. Total anomaly. They did exactly what Oklahoma did against a terrible Iowa State uh, offense. They were able to hold them down and hold them in check. Everybody else has just went up and down the field. Uh, I think we're, we're we're probably in store for a, one of those classic, fun, bedlam shootouts. But you're probably right. Oklahoma State. I haven't won in Norman outside well, of the reek punt. Once out of the last nine. What What is with the spread? That's why how, I would pick Oklahoma. How are they favored? Same reason everybody was sitting here three weeks ago going, how is Oklahoma favored over Kansas? How are they a 10-point favorite over Kansas? Because it, it's a Norman? <clears throat> I think part uh, of it – Does that matter anymore? I mean, Norman's not a place people are scared of. I don't get it. Vegas has not been very receptive of OSU all season long. They've had – think about the lines for Oklahoma State this year. We've said this a bunch of times. Like, what? That's a weird one. That's a weird – you know, how is Texas favored over OSU at Stillwater? And – Sometimes it's worked. Sometimes it hasn't. But I think the the line, if you're an OU fan, that line is by far the most encouraging thing of this game <laughs> because it doesn't make sense. There's nothing encouraging for me. It but doesn't I, make I, sense. I, it tells me that Vegas looked at this game and goes, ah, well, both teams are, eh. Who's the home team? OU? Okay, give them a touchdown favorite. And somehow it's – they gave, gave him another half point. I don't get it. I don't get it. Because if Sanders is playing, that should be the other way around to me. Well, there's historical trends in this game that do not favor Oklahoma State, obviously. And that, that, that goes into a lot of it. And Oklahoma State's defense has not been good. Total defense-wise, it's been worse than OU's. Nobody realizes it because everybody wants to talk about how bad Oklahoma's been, and rightfully so. Oklahoma State's been just as bad and statistically worse. And Oklahoma's the one thing that's that hard they, to believe after the, what I saw last week in Morgantown and Baylor in Norman. But that's just hard to believe. Statistically, OSU has a worse defense than OU's. Total defense, yeah. That's crazy to me. And take the over. Well, that's that's the point of this whole thing. Is <laughs> I don't think there's any doubt. Sixty-four that's the and answer. a half. I'm I'm going over that. If you're calling for a shootout between two bad defenses, okay. So that would be what uh, thirty-five twenty-eight with the line and the 
Well, that would be under. I see the winner winning forty-five to thirty-something. I remember when uh, it wasn't that long ago when we had Hollywood Brown going up and down the field, and we had this crazy shootout because it was two good teams, maybe with bad offenses, but often I mean, top ten teams that was fun. Now it's like two bad teams that can't stop each other. Well. <clears throat> I miss the good old Bedlam days. Of I don't ranked want, teams. I personally don't. <laughs> I don't lump Oklahoma State in with Oklahoma here as a bad team. No, I know that. Oklahoma but, State got hurt. Yeah, that you know that OU wasn't going to be involved in anything they, at any point this season. Oklahoma State, I think, at the end of the day, is going to look back at this season and go, "Yeah, we should have absolutely been in Arlington playing TCU outside of injury." And just getting beat to a pulp. And it was magnified when they went to Kansas two weeks in a row at K State and at KU to where not only was it Sanders, but it was everybody else too. I mean, they just had, you know, the defense was decimated. And that's a big part of why statistically they're so bad. It's because a lot of their guys haven't been able to play. It's, it's a different, it's similar results with a way different feel around these two going into this game. And here's one thing that we've never we haven't seen very often is Oklahoma being the being the team that all that's left to play for is to ruin OSU. There's really nothing to ruin, but you know what I'm saying. All that's left to play for is hey, we can win Bedlam. Doesn't seem like a recipe for success for Oklahoma. How many teams can still make the playoff? Uh well, clearly the top four um, that are undefeated. And we go through those scenarios. We've gone over them time and time again, With the, especially the SEC. There's still a chance for Tennessee, so that's five. I don't give a two-loss anybody a chance. Um, seven. I think seven are still in play. Tennessee, USC, and who? Clemson's still there. Clemson? Hard to take them out of the conversation if they're a one-loss conference champ. Give North Carolina any shot? If I'm saying that about Clemson, I've got to say the same thing about North Carolina. I give Clemson a better chance if it's, uh, you know, for that four spot. If there's like three undefeateds and there's a conversation of a one-loss conference champ to take that fourth spot, I think Clemson would have a better chance than North Carolina because of name alone. But – um. That's why I stop at Clemson. Because if it's North Carolina in that conversation with, say, USC, Tennessee, they don't have much of a shot. Yeah, I'd probably give – I do give LSU a chance. Do you? Absolutely. I don't think it even – I don't even think a whole bunch has to happen. TCU lose and maybe USC lose. And I don't so even, like a like a two loss I don't LSU even, over a one loss TCU. Oh, a hundred percent. If, if they burn. win, if they win the SEC, one hundred percent. Because here's the thing, and this is just the the way the conference goes. But two of the three conferences with an undefeated right now, if they make it to the championship game, they're going to be considered in already, no matter the result. And that's going to be whoever is in the Big Ten shoes and Georgia. 
TCU's not going to have that luxury, I don't think. Right. Making it, not only are they going to have to make it to the Big Twelve title game, they're probably going to have to win it. Like it would, it would be better for TCU. Well, aren't in they my already mind. locked in? No, I'm saying, I'm talking about winning it, like right. undefeated. I think it'd be better for, I think it'd be better for TCU to lose this week. Yeah, I was going to say, and then win the conference. Get your one loss. <laughs> That's right. This week, or do they have another game? Yeah, Baylor, and then I was at Baylor. I was right. State at home. So lose one of those, and then be a one loss conference champ, and you're you're in that conversation with the other one loss conference champs. But if you lose your first game in the conference championship game, it's which is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous, but yeah. So, do you? Are you? Uh, you said two losses, no way. Hard. I mean, have we? I don't think we've had it. We've Not never yet. had that. Not yet. But a two-loss SEC conference champ over. Okay, yeah. That's two-loss. Two-loss LSU. Especially if that if that wins over Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. Okay, that's so so here it would be. The, and the the one thing that might help all the other one-loss conference champs is Tennessee setting there. And here's why. Okay, so two-loss LSU versus Tennessee versus whoever loses. Ohio State, Michigan, USC, Clemson. Let's say TCU runs the table. TCU and Georgia and Ohio State are in. Who's 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 the fourth? So there we go. Place? So we got Clemson one loss. Clemson one loss. USC one loss. LSU, SEC champ two loss. Tennessee, and say Michigan. As a non-conference champ with just one loss, you start to look at resumes, and that's where Tennessee gets in that conversation. Well, that's where it, it's that's where it helps these one losses, one loss conference champs. Because are you really going to take S, the SEC champ with two losses, and one of those losses was a beat down at home by Tennessee? Right. So now you were going to Clemson, USC. In theory, let's say they win their conference. And Tennessee, yeah. Tennessee, the if one Tennessee loss. trumps US or LSU, I mean, and then Michigan or Ohio State. That's a great question. I'd lean Tennessee though, and even just taking away the SEC component of it all, it's what they've done. Oh yeah. You know, forget what conference these teams were in, but who they played, who they beat, when when they beat them. You know. Well, in USC got, how they beat them. USC really kind of got crushed last week, even though they won, because Oregon and <laughs> Oregon and UCLA lost. I mean, look how much. Yeah. Instead of having a win over number six and a win over number ten, I don't think anyone is taking USC that seriously because of how they've been winning. And they, they really assume poor, they're going to lose. In a poor conference. Yeah, I think that's right. But Notre Dame's there at 18 all of a sudden. So they'll have three ranked wins. We'll be back. Paul Jones Drug offers a free service that makes taking your daily medication safe and easy. It's called convenience packaging, meaning they can combine all of your daily medications and put them in sealed separate daily packages. This process replaces you from having to fill your daily medication dispenser. And as always, Paul Jones Drug prepares individual blister packaging for long-term care patients. With their drive through window, curbside service, and free local delivery, it's just more reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug. 809 North Main Street, Milk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust the skinny on sports Mark. yeah Ing. yeah 
Welcome back, Skinny on Sports 98.1 FM, the Sports Animal. So any any surprises for you here on a Paul Jones tr- Drug Tuesday tonight with the uh, committee? The four will be the four. The four will be the four. Will it give you uh, – do you think it matters who's five and six? Like uh, in the event somebody saying. slips up yeah. or the first, obviously one of those two Big Ten teams loses? The first two out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep an eye on that because there's you could see Tennessee LSU, you could see Tennessee USC. I think no doubt Tennessee five, that's, that's easy, but it, that sixth spot – I mean, USC has an argument of, well, you know, we only lost once. LSU's like, yeah, well, you know, we're playing really good now. We're in a better conference. We could beat you head up, head on, straight up. And the committee's got the argument of, well, you know, they're Alabama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, the five, six, that's, I think that's the, you know, one through four is an easy, it's easy. You got four undefeateds, and I don't think there's much argument who's one and two, three, and four. But it's the five, six. They're going, they're right there waiting. Like, okay, we're waiting for someone to slip up, and who? And that's where that committee's got to make a decision. Where, who's worthy of that five and six spot? Yeah, that's that's the. So turn it off after five and six. That's really the. And I don't know that 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 it really gives you any insight necessarily you think that usc is hoping oregon or utah wins this week yeah um they've got to be hoping utah wins right say utah that way they can avenge the loss even though that might be the tougher out yeah so right now the Utes are uh, six. Both teams six and one in the conference. I guess it could turn into a three-way tie if, if UCLA beats USC. Because UCLA beat Utah, yeah, that could be, that could get a little messy there. Could have a giant tie. Washington through there with two losses as well. But if Utah can win this game at Oregon at Oregon and they close it out you'd think on on the road at Colorado then that sets up the Pac-12 title game between USC and Utah if USC continues I I would think they'd want absolutely want to try to avenge that loss it seems like that stuff matters in the room right in the committee room of well they uh they avenge their only loss and their only loss was by one on the road at Utah I don't know. Where uh, what what do you got tonight? Uh basketball wise? Yeah. Um it is Sweetwater coming to Canute. Sweetwater coming to Canute, Arapaho at Hammond, then also Leedy and Sentinel. Right quick, uh, around the state coming up on Friday. We can talk about more about this off the top of the show tomorrow. Is uh, I ask you this question. You can't be in Elk City. You can't be in Poto to watch those games. Where is there, is there a place that you absolutely want to be outside of those two on Friday night? Yeah, Tuttle. Oh, really? Tuttle and Wagner. Tuttle, Wagner. There's just more interest for me being in 4A. Being in 4A. Yeah. If um, 
is that or or Carl Albert Dell City. I've seen those two play basketball in a state tournament, and oh, it's that's as right. it's as athletic athletic as they can get. Now I know five A is probably, anyways, and they're a little bit of a rival. So there's that. I mean, you can almost pick any game in five A, but for for my interest, it's Tuttle and Wagner. That that should get you excited just by name alone. Just like Wagner and Ada did. You saw what Wagner did. You saw what Tuttle did last week. Something's got to give. So I'll go there. How about you? Yeah, Midwest City would be uh, Carl Albert. Kawita. And Kawita McGinnis is a heck of a game as mm. well. Uh, there in, in that 5A bracket. Mm. There was one other. Where was it? I can't remember what class it was in. That's it. I think I would, uh, one of those two. I think Tuttle Wagner's a. That's an interesting one for what we talked about yesterday, as far as districts and strength and, and yeah. that that one. What if Ta- Tuttle just? beats the doors off of Wagner. Is that very telling? Or the other way around? What if Wagner plays them close? What if Wagner wins easily? I don't know. That's It's going to answer a lot of questions when we when we start to talk about district versus districts. Yeah, and, and this week, East versus West. That, yeah. Four East versus four West. One playing four and two and three tangling. I mean, it wouldn't break my heart if you saw Clinton, Tuttle, Elk City, and Blanchard. Oh, no. In the semifinals. Just for West Side supremacy. Well, sure. That would um, go into our uh, – we've kind of had this feeling early in the year. You know, I was really commenting on 4A1, how it, it felt like our old days when – the state title went through 4A1 in some form or capacity, whether it be Elk or Clinton or Weatherford back in the late 90s, early 2000s. And then it kind of shifted back or shifted to the east with Wagner coming on and uh, Glenpool at the time, uh, Fort Gibson, you know, and now Clinton, the reigning champs. You know, could that shift be happening? Uh, back to the West. Uh, that'd be nice to see all those teams you mentioned back here in the semifinals. So it's a big week right now, this week here in the quarters in 4A. Yeah, I think it is too. It's a lot of the, a lot of that narrative out there could go away. Especially at one particular newspaper located in the central part of the state of Oklahoma. So if it ends up being what if it's Wagner, Clinton, Elk City, Cushing. Oops. They leaned in the opposite of that? No, I'm just saying all that District 2 love is oh, gone right. in the quarters. Yeah. Well, they're selling papers. They're not They're not giving knowledge. I don't know how I many papers are selling off high school rankings, so I would just <laughs> go ahead and get it right. <laughs> All right, everybody have a great Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you to Paul Jones Drug.
Rodney Skinner down there at 809 North Main. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered to right. Way back. Goodbye. Paul Jones Drug offers a free service that makes taking your daily medication safe and easy. It's called convenience packaging, meaning they can combine all of your daily medications and put them in sealed separate daily packages. This process replaces you from having to fill your daily medication dispenser. And as always, Paul Jones Drug prepares individual blister packaging for long-term care patients. With their drive through window, curbside service, and free local delivery, it's just more reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug. 809 North Main Street, Milk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust.